All right, folks, I'm back, and I have a super exciting guest off the beaten path of who I've had on before. This person is way smarter than, uh, than me when it comes to computers, so I figured I would bring him on to explicitly talk about the new and super awesome system that is coming into the, uh, the precision shooting sports. I look forward to using it in the future. Um, we've already been talking about the, the matches that I plan on hosting in the future and seeing if it is applicable um, or applicable to that situation. Um, apparently it is, so it's super cool. Uh, sir, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're doing here. Yes, so hi everyone, I'm Pascal from Ultimate Ballistics. Uh, we're a company based out in uh, Canada, uh, in Quebec, close to Montreal, if people are familiar with the region. Uh, we also have a team of shooters and a team of staff which are based in France, which you might have heard of us before with the uh, Precision Rifle World Championships in France that happened a couple months back. So that was our first worldwide event experience, trying out our software in a worldwide scale. Uh, so we've been working for quite a bit on this uh, new scoring tool and it happened through our work with the French military and okay. as our uh, main branch is doing ballistic simulations for the French army, they're the, uh, the official system for it. I don't okay. work on that division but it's basically our core and uh, after doing training with them, speaking with them, there was a peaked interest in precision rifle. There's already ELR in France, okay. so like King of Two Miles, Prince and then all those different kinds or just for the fun of the sport, basically. Some right. people do challenges by themselves. And we were told that there was a need for a more advanced scoring tool. Okay. And also one that could apply to different languages. As in, in France, they really wanted to have an option that was in French, since not everyone is speaking English. Right. So that started off as us getting some feedback, speaking with the militaries as they to tie back to the military. They have a, what they call a, the exact translation would be basically um, it's a military sports club. Okay. Basically. So there's an option for the military and civilians that want to work with the military on that side to create activities around the military base. Okay. So and the one that, that uh, we are uh, we have been working with for the world championship at an example is based in Beach, France. It's actually the name okay. of the city, just with an E at the end compared to this where we're in English. <laughs> so it's completely different. It, actual real thing. So they have a really large base. So okay. it was an ideal location for precision rifle matches since they uh, and they have multiple ranges if you're uh, ever interested in looking on google maps as you're on your computer and listening to car or anything you can go on google maps and write down csa bitch uh, b-i-t-c-h-e and normally you should see somewhere in google map a, a really large area they have like tons of field and that's where they do military training for like mortars uh, uh, armored vehicles and stuff like okay. that so they saw the the opportunity to make matches there, and we started working with them, testing the software. We also went to civilian ranges to test it out, and that's basically through learning and gathering uh, feedback and needs as we're doing today and the last two, and, <coughs> and we'll be doing sorry in the three days at the AG Cup, is gathering feedback, speaking with everyone, knowing what they need. Because when people have been shooting for years or they really have a specific vision in mind, they think of ideas as somewhere we 
we won't think in a meeting or think as a, as a software developer or as a team. So really getting hands-on with everyone. And we built it up through the ground that there was also, other than scoring, a need for registration okay. that needed to be simplified. So registration um, for everyone in France was really complicated as they would go through different payment methods to every single site. Sometimes it would be checks, sometimes it would be cash, sometimes it would be PayPal links, sometimes it would be wire transfer. And it always ended up that they said there was confusion. Could be okay. a wire payment that doesn't work and then the bank is like, oh, but there's funds and now the organizers, which are mainly doing this for fun, passion of the sport, right. are like, so, okay, how do I manage saying to the other person, there's like 30 euros worth of fees on a 50 euros match. So right. to, it, all those kinds of things that right. were not smooth, basically. So we also added a, a part, which was used at the World Championship, of doing registration afterwards to uh, generate the squads and to import the matchbooks inside of the app. So okay. to make it that if someone wants to have an event, they could use from A to Z our solution. From having the page that say, hey, go to that link, register, take your payment, and the payment can be done by a credit card currently, but we'll also be doing an option to do your own payment, since okay. sometimes some uh, organizations already have their payment plan, or members don't have to pay, or right. have a specific discount, and all So they would register on your site, but yep. still be able to go to the, the host's, you know, yep. page to pay for, pay for the match fee. Yeah, okay. exactly. And afterwards, then the tools in the app will enable them to add their matchbook, add their participants. If they need to have restriction, depending on the weapon type, the participants are able to import their weapon configuration. So then uh, the uh, match director can be sure that their weapon qualifies. Mm -hmm. And also, depending on the country, sometimes there's security and letters that you need to give out to say, said person will come to my event on said date with said weapon, with said accessories and said set of ammo. Right. So, so there's all those different kinds of things that it simplifies a lot. Right. Because you have a true, basically, peace of mind that this is what you told the government you would accept on your field. And right. if it comes on your field and it's not the right one, then it's not your fault. You did your duty. Du your due diligence uh, yeah, to, exactly. to make sure it was right. And I think that's, uh, for my listeners, um, I think it's it's pretty nice that we live in a country where we can yeah. just be like, throw whatever we want in the car. And as long as we're following, like, the rules and laws, like, you know, keeping the ammo separate from the firearm. And yeah. Like, if it's two points of separation, like some states are, or you just rocking and rolling with it loaded in the car next to you driving down to the match like we got it pretty good here we didn't we don't have to jump through a bunch of hoops just to go to a rifle match like yeah and doing the world championship it was actually one of the most stressful thing um the, the we did like everything we could we spoke with local agencies and everything and we did a lot of work all and also spoke with the the associations from the uh, the different precision rifle association in europe to know what were the local restrictions, speaking with airlines and everything. And I remember the day before the match. It's the kind of thing where you've done everything, but you're still worried it could go wrong. Because sometimes someone at custom has a bad day and decides to hemi F it up. Hemi, so, hemi up. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so in the end, it all worked out fine. But we're like, okay, but will something happen? In the end, everything went great. They had all the proper paperwork. Even sometimes it didn't ask for it. But at least we were all on the book. Everybody, which is, everybody was on the up and up. Yeah, exactly, which is really important and different depending on the countries. So it's also to add a platform to make it easier. 
because in the U.S., what's great is that the sport is present, the sport is growing, it's more accessible. But in some other countries, both in terms of like visibility or in terms of perception of the sport and accessibility of the sport, it's something else. Right. Uh, there's tons of people that won't know about the sports. And I'm basically rambling currently on... I did not give a proper description of what we do. I'll do it a concise one. But all that conversation is, and kind of that mix of fumble of everything is what led to Ultimate Ballistic being uh, what we're starting to be making it as it was just simply too confusing to um, to be a sports shooter in many countries since it was not accessible. You had to right. ask or have a friend and then afterwards when you do your matches um, you're not able to get the score and since it's not well known sometimes the families are like okay but you're spending thousands of dollars on the sport we barely see you like what are you actually doing, doing. so right. like okay you're shooting steel what is it so that's why we also added a media side to it so they could have pictures and videos and live streams yeah because you guys have been running around like taking pictures and taking videos and um you got the iPhone on the on the gimbal, yeah. and like it's that's it, awesome. At the World Championship, we wanted to do a bit more edited videos, but they take a lot of time. Yeah, so they do. Yes, yeah, so then we were able to do a couple, but afterwards, doing it at the same time as working on developing the app, the app, developing yeah. the support for the app, working with partners is really, really, really demanding. So we try to do a bit of everything in sense of the the media around it to help the visibility both to the app so people can use it, but also to the sport. Because again, the main core reason why was there's a way to grow the sport even more in many countries. And as an example, uh, I was just speaking uh, before, uh, currently Thailand just opened their uh, Precision Rifle Association. Oh, really? And, yeah, exactly. And it's basically, they have like a really nice installation they're starting to work on. As we are at the AG Cup, I don't have all the details, but my colleague had a call with them earlier. It's, it's not uh, official yet. We're speaking with them and want to help them with the experience we had at the, uh, the World Championship. Because right. Because, again, goal is growth worldwide cool. for the sport. Yeah. And it's really nice. Uh, Spain is already doing matches. There's multiple countries that mm -hmm. obviously the U.S. is like half of the world in sense of the, oh, the yeah, shooting sure. sport. But there's definitely a place to grow and make more international matches because all the feedback, uh, feedback I've got from different shooters at the World Championships they said what was great was to see how the different countries uh, were shooting oh, and to see absolutely. that there was actually different patterns to the way they were doing it and that you could see that multiple shooters if it, even if they were not from the same group or same region of the countries they had kind of same habits same, uh, same gear maybe there was a company they'd never heard of before so there was all those different things that brought it up that made everyone learn and again grow the sport grow the sport uh, yeah yep. so that space, that's basically the, the whole mumbo-jumbo that led us to actually creating it. And what Ultimate Ballistic is, in a most concise way, is a scoring and registration tool that is meant to simplify uh, the accessibility to sport shooting. And our main feature is the live scoring. Okay. So the live scoring can be done either... Uh, online on the phone or on the computer or we recently brought up for the AG Cup uh, TV mode that uh, okay. the shooters at the AG Cup have been able to see 
which is to have, have the top 10 on the left, so the people that will uh, basically go to the final day at AG Cup. And the uh, right page is uh, basically cycling down the other ones. Like and the other 47 shooters. Yeah, exactly. And if there's, if there's ties, then the ties will appear in white to uh, basically they glow a bit more than the others to say right. these ones are also qualified as a tie. So, so my question with the tie yeah. is everything is timed here with all these stages. Yes. As they appear in tie order, is that person with the lowest amount of time the highest person? Like there's a three-way tie for first, for example. Not saying yes. there is. But shooter, shooter, the shooter on top has 100 impacts and has shot it in a um, 899 seconds. Yep, and then the number two person has 100 impacts in 900 seconds. Yep, and then the third person that's tied for first has, you know, the 100 impacts but 901 seconds. Is that how the tie is broken out, or do you? Because because we don't see that part when we're yep. looking at TV mode. We don't know like who if that's how it's broken out. Yep. All we see is the they all have 100 yeah, the, points. the progress score and the, everything is. So actually, it works in two ways, and it's the uh, decision of the match director, basically. Okay. So um, one of the, the things that I was about to say after, and I'll, I'll answer the question just to clarify so it makes sense, we're currently in development. That's the main thing right. with Ultimate. So there's a couple of things right now that we only do in the back end, because we're okay. currently working basically partner to us, right. so we can have a collaboration, gather feedback, get better features. Because the simplest example that I can give is if we release the app currently and there's one issue for one match director, mm -hmm. it's a chance that this issue might be for hundreds of oh. match directors. Exactly. So if we don't fix that issue before, first, it might be a turnoff that some people that just decided to try it was like, hey, this is not how I want it. I'll never try it again. Right. Like, uh, no way. And there's the uh, other option of it being, oh, I really want this app to work. I like it. I'll send an email. Oh, it took them a long time to answer. I wonder why. Because we got 600 other messages. We got 600 of the yeah, same message. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, again, our goal is reliability, good customer service, and also enabling accessibility to both hosting and going through matches. So, to go back on that development side, currently, uh, the choice for that option is made in the back end. Okay. So for the AG Cup, what was decided by the organization is that the actual top 10 is not uh, calculated with the time in mind. Okay. So as an example, I won't necessarily say the time, but uh, let's say the first person is tied up to third person. Like there's three people on first place. And afterwards, the ninth person, there's 10 people which are tied. There won't be a, a, the, the way they decided to do it is that everyone that is tied to the tenth person mm -hmm. will be qualified. Oh, uh, okay. But okay. The, on the final released app, there will be a toggle switch. Currently, it's done in the back end where we say true, false, as yeah. we're currently testing out everything, knowing what's the needs. And on the stages, so for the for the, the checks for like $1,000 per stages mm -hmm. for AG Cup, 
those are split by time since okay. there's only one winner. Correct. So we, we I haven't seen all the numbers that I've been running around everywhere, but I've heard you have. You've been talking to everybody <laughs> and running around with Haywood yeah. and 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 busting your tail all weekend, and we greatly yes. appreciate it. <laughs> well, it's, it's our pleasure. We're, we're there for that. We're, we're here to work, but also it's an amazing event. It's really fun, also. So yeah. I mean, this is my fourth year doing this this one event. It used to be down in Georgia. I did mm -hmm. it two years there, and I've done it two years here. And as long as they keep having me back, I'm going to keep coming because this this is the best match in the, in the country. It's a lot of fun. Oh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's definitely great. I mean, I have, don't have as much experience on really large fields because in terms of size with military bases, sure, but in terms of installation, never something as yeah. great as what K&M has. So to go back to the question, um, basically the, the checks and the time, that's how they decided to calculate it. And um, so... I, yes, sorry, now I got back on my track. <laughs> so uh, I've heard there's one uh, stage in particular that the winner was decided for less than a second. Oh, yeah. Of, uh, so it's like less than a second, but a $1,000 change, basically. Oh, yeah. So it's one of the things that helps and also makes the process really faster. Uh, okay. I, so you don't have to go through all the pages. If you did it on paper, it's obviously way longer. Oh, if you're yeah. using an Excel or any kind of software, uh, Basically, we want that the system or platform, as we call it, to be an assistant to the match director. So right. everything that could be done automatically, we would like it to be done automatically. Right. They don't have to go in there and tally exactly. things up. And they can just go, okay, stage one, like on the back end, obviously. Yes. You go to stage one, Joe Bob got 10 impacts and he did yep. it in 52 seconds and everybody else that got 10 impacts was slower than 52 seconds it yep. was 52 seconds or above in time and it'll just boom right there and it'll just show them that information yep and also uh, i want to clarify i'm most of the time again uh, i'm native uh, french canadian right. so sometime my french can come back in the translation in my head but most of the time when i'll say backhand this will mean on the developing side. Yeah, so yeah, this yeah. is something of like a development feature. When I'll say admin panel, that will mainly mean like the match director okay. panel. Okay. And when I'll say as just a viewer or you, spectator you, or shooter, yeah. that means accessible to everyone to just and see it. So yeah, uh, to, okay. to clarify for people that are listening, the back end is when really a programmer needs to actually like do be commands in there and exactly write, in the database. Writing the code, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. so currently, for the example of choosing if it's either time or not, it's through the back end. Okay. But for uh, in the future, it will be a toggle switch. Basically. Okay, it's it'll like be a toggle switch for the match director. Because we don't want like really long drop-down menus that are like, option A, option B, option yeah. C. What is it? Go to our wiki to find out. N no, we, yeah. we want it to be clear and concise is words. But right now, it's, it's currently always in development. And it's also, again, another reason of working partner to us is that if we did, let's say, um, uh, not a, exactly a wiki, but a, a knowledge base, which yeah. we will definitely do. But if we did it right now, it keeps on changing and evolving. Yeah, you guys are you guys are you're changing it to meet the yeah. needs of the end user, which exactly. are like the people at the World Cup, people here at AG Cup. I mean, exactly. You guys have been walking around, and people have just been like, "Boom! Have you thought of this? Have you thought of this?" I know you've got a note sheet, like yeah, two pages it, now, just yeah, full it's, of it's pretty full, full, full of random thoughts and and you know, like to haves versus hey, like 
coming from match directors, is this really something that you would need? Like, we were kind of talking about it in the bunkhouse, like, last night. Somebody mentioned, like, oh, like, if somebody gets a warning for a safety infraction, like, should that be, like, annotated on the stage next to their name? And, like, would their name be highlighted down the thing? And, like, we had a good, healthy debate like why and why not and like that's just things we're we're the an example of the ideas that we're throwing out yes right obviously like if it's an egregious safety um thing like an accidental discharge or a negligent discharge like we all know the rules on that the prs has the standard rules on that like if you ad or nd um like it's it's a match dq but like hey you you know you were repeatedly told to put your chamber flag in or you broke the 120 or something like that you could get like a warning and then two stages down the road like those ROs didn't know that you got that warning because they're not the same ROs so like you do it again and then like you know they you hit the button and then it pops up with a little flag and a notification goes to the match director or something like that yeah like who knows like just random dumb things that we're thinking about as we've had a few beers to drink like we do but <laughs> you know it's 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 all things to think about right yeah and uh, and, I, and I, know, I know it's a joke but it, it basically i've heard multiple times throughout the week some oh it might be dumb no no right. <laughs> because actually all those different kind of questions most of the time when they come up to mine is because it happened at some point so right. some features obviously won't change as many things right but for the example of the um, the, uh, the security uh, security flag or something like that, yeah. if someone keeps on forgetting it, normal reaction we would have in real life if someone keeps just on forgetting a cup on the table, it's like, can you just remove that cup? I don't want it there. Yeah. Well, first time you'll be pretty smooth, like, hey, can you remove the cup, please? The fifth time you'll probably say, get the hell out with your cup yeah so we we definitely see uh, like a point and with security which is really important it's even more <laughs> important yeah. than just a cup but so we're, we're looking at the different options and feedback that we got but we definitely think this probably will end up being again a, a toggle switch option basically right. to give the, the right. match director an option because if you're doing an amateur's mass uh, match with like five people and you just want to train people and you want to use the app to do a friendly scoring right well maybe you just don't want to see the penalty option on the dashboard because you won't give out penalties since it's a friendly match yeah it's like local you and your buddies you're just doing it to keep score versus like a sanctioned match people paid for and like exactly exactly and uh as i said later when we have our first like public uh Release. Yeah, public release. Yeah, sorry. It's going. Our goal is to have everyone being able to install it on any uh, on any device. So currently, right. we're all we're working on all Android phones or tablets. Uh, iOS is also covered, and uh, Fire uh, tablet t- uh, Fire yeah. tablets also. It's just that it's not publicly available since it's partner to partner. But afterwards, right. it's going to be a free app. Like the okay. core of the app is going to be free. So we also want to think about those friendly matches because maybe you'll just do a friendly match to begin with, but afterwards, 
you might end up in a couple of years decide to actually do a real match with the same exact tool. So right. we want people to be able to use it. Or just if a match director is like, okay, I've heard of Ultimate Ballistic. They used it at the AG Cup a couple of years back, let's say, or anything right. like that. Like, okay, I've heard it at the said match. Well, we want people to be to install it and do their own private match and test it out. Right. So just that is really important to us. And that's why right now, as we're partner to partner, we don't expect people to just say, oh, okay, your tool looks cool, let's do it next week. Like we have a testing. <laughs> <laughs> like they did here at the AG Cup. <laughs> well, it's a bit different. It, it, it was three weeks. Very it, oh, it was three weeks. It was three, Fantastic. Uh, three weeks. It's another. Uh, it's a story I'm guessing we'll go back on a bit later, but as I, I can go everywhere already, oh, yeah. I'll keep myself on pad. <laughs> but so, so, so let me ask let me ask you this question. You said the live scoring. Yes. Now, in the past at the AG Cup, what happened was um, we used practice score, which has been pretty much the standard for mm -hmm. a bunch of years now. And Brandon uh, would run around and sync everybody's iPads yep. back to the master. Mm -hmm. He would take a screenshot. He would get into the paint tool and paint a line at the cutoff yep. for whatever day it was. And then he would link that to the computer or the to the TV monitor in the back of the Ranger, and that's what everybody would look at. Yep. Right. I was also told about a bungee cord. Yeah. There was lots of bungee cords. Yes. <laughs> trying to hold everything up. <laughs> what you guys have now is like legitimate live scoring. Yes. Like to the stage live scoring. Yep. Can you kind of explain how that works? Like in a real draw it out and crayon for me method? Uh, yeah, basically very quickly. Um, currently, uh, we we have the uh, online mode, which, okay. which works right now. So this mode requires internet okay. or cellular access. It's really optimized that even the worst uh, cellular connection that you can have at the second that, you know, sometimes your cell phone is just like no connection. A little right. bit of connection, no connect. That at that moment that it said I have a bit of connection, it's going to be enough to send the packet that contains the scoring. But we know that sometimes it's just not reliable. So I mean, here at K and M, you guys brought Spacelink or Starlink. Uh, Star or Starlink, yes, but uh, Musk Musklink or whatever <laughs> it's called. <laughs> whatever people call it, the official name is uh, Starlink, yes. So um, so that's for the uh, the online mode. Okay. But we also know that some places is just near impossible or yep. that it might not be needed but you want to have live at the event because we've seen it all weekend with a, such a high stake uh, match as AG Cup yep. you want to know where you are you want to know where the others are so the, the TV was used and we even w when the rain was going crazy at yeah. us there was a big group of people all behind looking Huddled around the TV yeah, exactly to know where they are in the event so this can also be added uh, as an offline mode. An okay. offline mode where uh, is being worked on currently. Uh, the the AG Cup kind of delayed our release. <laughs> our, our <laughs> Sorry guys, <laughs> but no, no, no. So that's one of the reasons why we brought the Starlink. Also to do media coverage with the shooter mindset, which right. will also cross over with uh, how we got here in the in the first place. Oh yeah. But, um, so the the offline mode will be available basically in Q1 2023. Okay. So we want to test it out, ensure that everything is going well. But to go back to your question, as I wanted to clarify in case we went uh, off, we will also add an offline version because okay. it's very important. And this offline version will work very similarly to the online version. So the 
the quick version to explain how the online version works is you have the devices of the uh, range officers mm -hmm. which are entering the entering their scores right. each devices are uh, always ready to send score to the server okay so the server in the online mode is in the internet so that server is waiting for those uh, results to be uploaded and then it does it works and it refreshes every 60 seconds as an example for the AG Cup. So those uh, those tablets in the case of the AG Cup, once they have Wi-Fi reception, they uh, and the, the score has been confirmed, one very important thing. Let's say you uh, the interface that you have which has miss, hit, and you have all your different right. kind of information, this won't upload it right away because you could do a mistake, the match is not over, and it's also useless data. That makes it not as viable in low, uh, low connection uh, right. places. So once your results are entered and the, uh, the shooter can see his results and he agrees with it, you press a button in, in the next screen that says, okay, accept it. Now the app pulls it out and there's a process running in the background which is waiting to send it. So if it instantly sends because you're connected to Wi-Fi, it's like nothing happened. It's in the server, it's already there, all yep. doing well. If you have a, a lack of Wi-Fi connection or a, your network is down or anything, for example, there's a lot of trees close to some places at KM, yep. so sometimes it would be abstraction with the satellite. Or um, on the first day, one of the stages was in a metal container. Yep. So in the bare exact minimum, you would not get connection. But right. You would just pick your arm out. And, and it would pick it up. It yeah. would pick it up. So at that moment, you're not wondering, hey, what's going on? Why don't I buy my score? You'll, you have like a yellow banner that appears at the, uh, the home page of the app. That says the numbers of results that you have pending. Okay. So it tells you that you have scores waiting to be uploaded to the yes, server. Yes, exactly. Awesome. And let's say that your phone is not cooperating the, or any way. You can press to retry to uh, upload right. it, as we don't want to drain the batteries of people either. Yeah. So, um, yes. So that's the explanation of how the referees app is working in online mode. The only difference with the offline mode, like there will be tons of differences in the back end, but in terms of user base, is that the server would be not in the internet, but would be local. So it could be one of the match director device. Yeah, like a master tablet. Master tablet, master laptop. There will right. be different options possible, and we're also exploring what are the most stable ones. But So this tablet will become the hub. Right. So a cheap $20 router on Amazon or Best Buy will do the work for that. You won't need a Starlink with like a membership and everything. Right. This for your local match for pulling out to the TV or just saying, hey guys, this is the score, it will work. As right. we will just be moving the server from internet to local. So, uh, and now locally, you'll have the same exact experience as at the AG Cup. So, this is the simplest way to explain the offline okay. and online mode. The afterwards, let's say. Uh, Let's say at AG Cup, there's no cellular connection except at the clubhouse. Right. And we want the result to be there faster because there's no mm -hmm. connection on the field and families are wondering, hey, will he win? How the match is going? Weather is bad. I wonder how he's, go uh, he's going. Our, our plan is also to have an option of kind of a, not a USB key, but a, a messenger device, which okay. will be able to load in the scores from the match director's tablet. 
and to go to somewhere where there's connection, where they can upload it okay. more quickly. Because we've heard feedback that sometimes people are like, we don't want to take the risk to take the match director device away in case something bugs out, or we don't want to pause the match for this. Right. But if there's any person which is available, or even someone that's like, hey, I'll go grab some something in the city, well, they can just grab a device, and once they have cellular, it uploads it. So we want it to be versatile, and people can have a, a bit more information faster. Okay. Um, so... Given my audience is primarily the people here, yes. right? Shooters, everybody's familiar with Practice Score, mm -hmm. and it's not that I want to talk about another application, but they'll understand it if I reference yeah, yeah. Practice Score, right? So the match director goes in and they build their match, yes, right? How many stages? How many shots per stage? How many targets? Yes, all that other stuff. He can build all that in Practice Score. Yep. He can do all that in Ultimate Ballistics, right? Yes. When you pull up a squad or a shooter and you click on their name it's going to have in practice score it's going to have every single target available and primarily what we'll do is we'll go in and they'll shoot a 10 stage a 10 target match right and we'll click our little button be like okay he got seven targets and then i'll just go one two three four five six seven and then miss 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 okay and then accept okay right with you guys i'm going to explain this best i can when you open up and you click on Guide to Marco as a shooter, it's going to say target one. And you hit, and I shoot, and I hit it, and then you hit the green button for hit. Yes. And then it populates target number two. Yes. And then I shoot, and I hit, and the RO hits hit. Yes. And they do that for all ten rounds. Yep. And say I'm an amazing shooter that stage, and I get ten hits on stage one. Yep. And then it shows, Guy DeMarco, stage one, and then it shows each individual shot and each individual miss. Yep. And all you're doing is clicking hit miss for whatever engagement it was. Yes. It's a 10-round stage. There's 10 engagements, yep. right? And then they hit yes, and then they hit confirm. And on the online mode, as soon as they hit that confirm button, that's when it gets shot to the server. Yes. And that's when it gets updated. Yep. That's awesome. Now, if I'm the shooter and I shoot, hit, miss, hit, miss, hit, miss, so I go six, six out of ten. Yep. Right? It's going to show me which ones I hit and which ones I missed Yes. based on what the RO hit. Yes. And they have to hit the button to go to the next stage. So there is no just, oh, he got seven hits, just hit hit seven times. Yes. And, like they have to hit it mm -hmm. based on which one they got. So you, the shooter, actually have the feedback on which targets I hit and which targets I missed. Yes. See, that's super convenient because even Tom today came out here and said what the most missed target was yes. of the match. It was on my stage yesterday. <laughs> it was the 700-yard, 7-inch circle mm -hmm. on the 1,200-yard range. The major, like, that target was missed more times than it was hit yesterday. Uh, yes, I, I have the info. As an example, that's one of the features that we're planning in the, in the future because uh, 
I'll take a, a quick path while I upload the picture so I can give the info uh, if people are curious. This is uh, one feature which is only in the back end that we're okay. currently testing out. One of the reasons why there's a lot of things that can happen in the back end that can take some time that we can modify is the app is built not by what we need right now, we'll figure out later, mm -hmm. but it's built in the mentality of we need to build on it later, let's build it for later right now while we build it. So we okay. have a core of statistics in it and analytics that will be built in to give proper feedback and uh, to enable the options of having better matchbook and stuff like that. And those features enter into um, uh, one of the questions, which is, okay, this is all great, but I said earlier that the app is free. And uh, some uh, people will wonder, okay, what's the point with an app being entirely free with all those features and people going to AG Cup driving down from Canada and everything. Right. So our main goal with the core app is for it to be free. Like all the features that you need to make a match, to make the sport mart accessible, to make it grow, we want all those features to be free. Okay. After we want to have, we, I won't say that we fully define what's the goal with how we're going to monetize everything. Right. But the app will be free. You're going to have a basic version. You're going to have a premium version. Uh, basically, we're uh, looking into having kind of like a pro or a right. how we're going to call it, where you'll have more in-depth details and things that uh, will help you. Um, uh, with basically, design your next course of fire. Basically, we're so like if we if we know that on stage two the seven inch target at seven hundred yards was the most missed target. Yes. If we want to increase hit percentage overall for the match, that could be one target that we go from a one oh one MOA to a one and a quarter or a one and a half MOA target. Yes. And that might get the hit percentage up. Yeah, right? and, that, and that's valuable information for the match director. Yes, there's all those kinds of, uh, right. of things. Basically, we want the core app to be free and better than what people are currently do, uh, doing. And afterwards, once we get the feedback, people like what they have, then we will be able to get features that maybe go a bit more crazy, that are more niche, that are really for pros, semi-pros, enthusiasts data nerds, someone that wants right. to, uh, to go through everything. And I mean, we are data nerds. Like, we look at everything and we wonder. We go to oh, feedback. <laughs> we, we geek out on some stuff, too. Like, there's some guys here that go way too far into the weeds on some things. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the quick explanation uh, to how this is happening to have a free app, is that we, the best way, in our opinion, to develop an app is to get feedback. Right. And it's to get the needs. Uh, I've seen it too many times over the years, not necessarily in this industry, but just in general with software, games, or mm -hmm. graphics, or anything, of being like, they should like this because I like this. That's like, that's how I think it should be. Or sometimes, hey, I think this is the best way to do it. And as you said, with a couple beers at some point, someone in a clubhouse is like, hey, this could be great. And maybe this idea will save hours to someone or would have uh, and would really change how the right. uh, people will be able to enjoy sport and also doing the event as an example uh, what Brandon which uh, was managing the, the scoring uh, with the, the bungee cords and everything mm -hmm. so what he told me was it was one of the first time he could actually enjoy AG Cup since he had so much less to do oh my god Brandon has every year like ran around with his head cut off yeah. Trying to make sure that everything was up to date and right. Like, as soon as you were done, so last year, 
soon as we were done with the stage, we called Brandon. He would drop off a new iPad, take your iPad, run it back to internet, sync it, because they need internet to sync, to the masters or something like that. I can't remember exactly. He'd sync them, run another iPad back to you as a backup, and then do his screenshot thing, and then have to... So it was it was live as it could be, but it wasn't like up to the minute. It wasn't, hey, we hit submit, boom. Now, yeah. it, now you know, Chad Heckler went from 17 stages complete to 18 stages, and he moved up three spots. Okay. Right? It, wa- it wasn't that fast. It, it wasn't submit, uploaded. It was, okay, now we have to sit here and do the screenshot, and then we got to draw the line. And yeah. then we got to, like... He told me a, a, a bit about it before. Like, we had... S- we had not a lot of time, but one of the first questions I to ask him was, "How do you things do you do uh, currently?" Because yeah. our first way of thinking is to adapt to how people are basically planning their events. Right. I've heard multiple times of, "Oh, but we're doing this because uh, this is working like that, or because it always has been like this. We don't really like it, but it's like that." That's, that's what we have to work with. Yeah, that's not really the way that we like to do things in general. So another reason for the partner uh, to us base is to really go in depth in the weeds and right. really uh, get a better software experience. As an example, the first day we came uh, here from uh, Canada and uh, drive by, we prompt up the laptop, plugged the Starlink, and we started to, to work directly to get some feedback on the TV interface. The first version was up, like one that was operational, like the, the back end was there, mm-hmm. but we wanted it to look a way that pleased to everyone. We had a right. couple ideas, we suggested them, some, uh, most of them have been implemented, some others were like, okay, these might take a bit too much time, right. because it was three weeks and that was like three hours yeah, <laughs> exactly, at, the, right? at the back. But yeah, so really hands-on approach, changing things and uh, really saving time and make it, it more fun because a shooter that just finishes a stage, you won't have to go to Brandon and be like, hey, like, come on, like, I, I want to know. Did I, like, did I move up two spots did, or did not? Did I move up? What did I make it? the cut today, today three? Yeah, exactly. So what I noticed, I, I didn't have time to speak about it, but it seemed like he was able to have conversation with the shooter saying, oh, I, I've seen that person move quickly, but oh, you went over him. I, I just saw it happen. Way more nice as a shooter that is basically helping the event go on to kind of enjoy, look at the stats with everyone, speak about it, and be like, hey, Brent, like, can you give me a peek? Like, where's your computer? I want to know. Like, I yeah. don't have time. It's my next stage. Like, come on, can I know? Can I know? Did, did he move me up? It's not nice for staff, and right. it's not nice for shooters. Compared now, it's you can just look at it, and you know it's like, You know oh. it's up to date. Yeah, and also, um, we, we've seen it at the World Championship, yeah, some people will be like, okay, well, I know that I only need, like, I don't remember the exact amount, but seven points out of ten to actually be world champion. Yep. So I don't care if I make the ten points. I just want seven points. I just need seven. Exactly. Yep. So compared to that, if you didn't know, maybe you'd be like, I don't know how many points I have left. I don't yeah. know if I will win. So... I need to have 10 points. And maybe in the end, you'll try to be faster because you're like, this is a really long stage or something like well, that. I don't want to time out. So it, you exactly. rush a shot. And then instead of getting a seven, you get a six. And now you're not world champion. Exactly. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, my God, I only needed seven. I could. 
because at the World Championship there was one stage in particular which was um, basically a concrete installation which is used for uh, testing of military equipment that people could go up and down. So you would start at the bottom left of the structure, rush up, rush down, rush to the middle where there's like kind of an overview point mm -hmm. and rush down back up and go to the right. So if I remember watching that stage. Yeah. It, was a, it, was a, it was a lot of movement. Yeah, so imagine that now you have the information that tells you that you don't actually need to go to the third part if you take your time on the first two ones. Right. So that completely changes how you will plan the next match. Maybe at the end you thought that you needed a tripod for said part of that stage, but now you realize that you don't need it. So you're more mobile, you don't have to take care about it. So all those things brings another element of strategy and knowledge and analysis of your own performance. Right. But it also makes it more interesting for the viewers. And I mean, that that works if people look at the TV screen. Because some yeah. people don't want to look at yeah, it. Yeah, some people don't want to. They wanna don't want to. They just want to shoot their match and yeah. try and get a 10 on it. Like So, yeah, it's, in, it's interesting for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's the... It's available if they need it. Yeah, if exactly. If they want it. Because some other people don't want to see it because then they think too much about the seven shots and they end up missing two of them because they focus so much on it. Right. But so that's why we are not out with like speaker phones being like, this is the score. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we leave that to the shooter's mindset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so we basically, we, our goal is to enable options. Like it's been many times I, mm -hmm. I've said it, we want to enable and make it accessible. So if you want this we want to make it accessible to you but if right. you want complete silence and not to hear about the scores we want to you to have access to this too right. so we uh, it's not like planned in the features to have something that enables like oh uh, everyone gets uh, to see the score right. on their phones no matter what if they're registered no like yeah. we, we want to give options both to match directors to participants to viewers the more options that the people have the more they will want to use it, and then the more we can grow the grow the app, grow the sport. Right. So, it's, so multiple words that I keep on saying, and it's not just a marketing ploy. It's really the way. It's that really we, what you guys are trying to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What you're trying to bring to the table. So, we've talked about having like the back end and yep. having all these features, but if people are, you know, tracking it now, right? Where would they go to see the scores? Ba basically, uh, there's uh, two websites. One is ultimateballistic.com. That is the the core, and, mm -hmm. and not necessarily the core, but the the port uh, the cover page. Okay. Say. So it's the one where we can uh, post some news and stuff like that. It's a, a more standard website. Okay. And there's there's competition.ultimateballistic.com, which okay. is a subdomain where this is where the scoring portal, the registration, and everything okay. is happening is the competition, uh, competition system and the portal okay. and everything. So when people want to see results, that's going to be on that page where there's multiple different settings that they can uh, go and look. So okay. uh, they'll be able to say, oh, what are the next matches that I can register? Uh, what are the current match that the registrations are open? Uh, what are the matches that are going on? So currently, if people open competitions.ultimateballistic.com, they'll see a yellow banner that says AG Cup is happening right now. Okay. So they can click directly on it. So they don't have to go to through all the menus. 
Right. But if there's no matches and you're wondering what is going on, currently the platform is made that you can see the future matches. Okay. So, But you can see the scores from past matches yes, too. Yes, exactly. So like this obviously won't get aired till after the AG Cup. So yep. they would go to competitions... UltimateBallistics.com. Yes, and the, oh, I'll need to find back the exact word. Knowing both the French version and a bit less the English version, I don't always remember. I was going to say, don't ask me because I don't know French. <laughs> I know we means yes. <laughs> and that's about all I got. Even though I've spent a lot of time with Canadian students, I still don't know very much. Besides, they like Turkish coffee. <laughs> and uh, I want to clarify that the app is also in English. It's just my head speaks of it, speaks of it in French. But, uh, yeah, well, I, I don't have network at the clubhouse. I, uh, I just remember. Uh, well, so it it, that, that happens, too. <laughs> so, like, th basically, you could go... It's going to be pretty clear. If I remember well, it's going to be results. I just wanted okay. to give the same exact word, but it's, it's pretty straightforward. It I mean, it, the si if, if people can figure out how to Google something, they should be yeah, able and to also, figure out And also, website. the most recent events uh, that we physically cover are... Right pretty much always on our cover page of ultimateballistics.com. Okay. So just a regular website currently, if it, and it should be like this also, just a bit updated once uh, the AG Cup is over. It will say, click here to get um, AG uh, the, the, the AG yeah. results, basically. Yeah. Okay. And we know that the link will be shared as we'll be sharing it with partners and both PRS, AG Cup, yeah, K&M, so they're, they have easy access to it. Like it yeah, it, people are going to be able to find it pretty Yeah, easy. exactly. It's not hidden, but it's always better to have right. a direct link to make it easier. And, like, I could – so you guys said that you did the world, the world Championship, so I could go on that website and I could see the results. From yes, okay. exactly. You have access Fair. to all the same details that there was on the day. It's, okay. it's not something that like the you know some sport you have the live coverage where uh, where they have all the results and after mm -hmm. it's like one zero it's like okay where's the rest yeah. like it, it's still it's still there you'll be able to know how many targets have been hit uh, what time the different people have uh, taken those kinds of things you have access to all that information and a shooter that was part of the world championship that wants to look back oh what was that stage that I, uh, that I found pretty hard I wonder what was the distance and I want to practice that distance as an example right. they can just go back and look at it and they'll be able to find it so Dude, that's cr that's so crazy that's so much like important information for a shooter like because the only way we have it right now is if we keep our matchbook yeah right but I'm not writing down every single hit or miss that I got in my matchbook I'm writing hey I got a 7 out of 10. Yeah. I'm not saying, hey, I hit the first, second, third, fourth, missed 5, 6, and then hit 7 and then missed the rest. I'm not writing that down. Yeah, exactly. But, and like, I can look at this and know because the RO entered it, like, hey, hit, 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 miss, miss, hit, hit, miss, miss, miss. Right? Yeah. Be like, okay, target 7. What was target 7? Oh, target 7 was 455 yards. Yeah, exactly. That's so. awesome. So uh, that's already uh, that's already enabled on the the website as we consider this one of the core features that are needed. Like in our vision, you need this basically. Right. So uh, yeah, uh, all the results are available both during the event and after the event, and they will stay there. There won't be something like oh, after six months we archive them. Our goal right. is to have them there, uh, and we don't see why we would remove them over the years. The maximum is we might have like. And we're, I'm speaking like just so Gen OFP people generally. Generally, this is not a plan, but uh, maybe like legacy matches, which are going to be matches that happened over five years ago, and th right. those will go on a tab. But 
that's an example, like out yeah. of my head idea. Uh, all of this to say, matches won't disappear uh, because we want to keep them there. It's really nice to know, hey, what were the scores at the first edition of said event? To just right. retire that legacy and information does not really fit what we want to do. Right. We want people to get more information and again, more accessibility. So removing them would be an issue for us. Right. So we plan on keeping them on. Okay. Um, how long, like once this gets pushed out, you said like first quarter, uh, 2023, and this is available for use, how long is it going to take a uh, match director to set something up? I want, uh, I want to clarify that okay. uh, Q1 2023 will be the offline mode. So okay. offline mode for partners. Okay. Uh, the the full-on release of the app, I don't have an exact date. Okay. But partners are not something where we look at you and like, you look like a good partner. You don't right. need to be a large-scale event. You don't need to be a country's organization. It's basically everyone that wants to speak with us can speak through our contact form mm -hmm. on contact uh, at ultimateballistic.com. Can send an email to contact at ultimateballistic.com or contact us through any social media. We've had, it's actually how we started talking with the people of Thailand and heard of their work. Same thing with Spain. Uh, so it's true just communication. There's also multiple different uh, events that are not yet revealed that uh, want to look at how they could work with us. So all those different events, they simply contacted us and the answer is yes. It's just we want to have that communication. Yeah, we want, we want to have a communication base versus just like, hey, I found this, I'm going to start using it. Yeah. If there is problems, some, say something they need added or something they don't understand, exactly. they have that communication reach to reach out to get with customer support to figure it out. Yeah. So it, it, the product works for them. Exactly. Okay. And to, uh, so yeah, so Q1 2023 will be when every partner will be able to get offline mode. Okay. Uh, currently, all partners can get access to the uh, online mode. Okay. So it will basically work as module being added. And to answer the question of how much time it takes to create a match, um, I mean, it depends on the match and if it requires back like a, and every, like everything. A, like a one-day one day match, 10 stages. Well, the best thing I can do is give an exact answer. Uh, and for AG Cup, as an example, AG Cup required multiple backend changes. Some of them were already in process. For example, uh, there's a quite a different, quite a bit of difference with the IPRF rule set yep. and the one for PRS. Yes, there are so different categories of weapons, different and requirements, stuff like that, or yeah. uh, the dimensions of teams and everything. Yeah. And as we're working currently, we have basically one core app which is the app that we're working on that will be public at some point and after we, uh, sometimes when projects are bigger we make sub branches off of it okay so world championship as an example was a sub branch of the main app ag cup was a sub branch those sub branches what they are is since we don't have yet all the toggle switch enabled it's toggle switch that we do in the back end or quick modifications exactly right. for each event so it's to basically show the experience that you will have once the first version, uh, the real version comes out to the public, but that you'll be able to say, I want this amount of time, as we said, or I don't want times uh, to count, stuff like that. Right. So those sub-branches require a bit more work than a normal release will do. Right. So this, in the case of AG Cup, like doing those changes for the in the back end and also going back and forth, time with the email. So not necessarily man hours, but 
hours of I answer you in the morning, you answer me in the afternoon, and right. all everything took uh, probably I think I might I think it's a week or two. Um, basically, deciding that we would do AG Cup took uh, a week of communication, mm -hmm. so and with a mix of starting the work already before the confirmation because we were confident that the tool will work. But doing the actual match, like uh, when Brendan opened the app that we gave him access to and mm -hmm. he was like, make your match, uh, he made the matchbook once he arrived at K&M. So the matchbook took him, I don't know the exact amount of hour, but under an evening. And, yeah. and making the event in the back end, like registering the, the uh, everyone, took, I think, an evening. Or day something yeah. like that because i remember him working on it i just didn't know like so i ride a course like i ride a course of fire for my match yep right and then i import all my shooters yes i put what category division they're in because i assume that's already might be a, a pre-built thing for like prs or something like yep. that if prs has open gas gun yep. xyz whatever division right boom put all my people in, put whatever category they're in. If they have like a subcategory, like being lady, youth, old gun, military law enforcement, whatever it may be, pull all that in. And then I actually like build the stages. Okay, stage yes. one, I have 10 targets. Target one is 544 yards. Like I can put all that information or I can just leave that information blank. Like... You can leave that information blank, but if you leave it blank, the way it works right now, it's real. Uh, as I said before, it's kind of an A to Z solution. Okay. So if you leave it blank, it kind of blocks some of the options of automation that you'll have after. Oh, okay. So the way that it currently works, if you left your matchbook empty, you wouldn't be able to simply open the app and say, okay, I'll input scores because it'd be like, you don't have any stages. Okay. So, okay. but the stages are not open a Word document, import in Excel or something like that. It's really... Right. Enters text. What's the amount of point awarded towards that target? Yeah. What uh, and basically simple information. It's like fill in the blocks. Like yeah, but it went. It's fill a form. Yeah. Basically, and you press next, and it goes to the next one. You press next, go to the next one. So it's uh, the the stage of fire creator is something we want to upgrade, but it's currently functional like it's yeah. not that it doesn't work it's just we want to make it better right uh, and also true feedback and sometimes uh, there's different uh, events that have different types of course of fire so we also want to enable more functions through it but making a match like ag cup or the world championship entering the matchbook is really not long we're not okay. we're not talking days we're not even talking a day it's uh, Maybe an hour, two hours. Maybe yes. Okay. Like, uh, other than testing, I never. I've. I've never. I mean, these been. are big. These are big matches, so they have yeah. to have some testing involved. Yeah, exactly. So there's that, and I and I don't want just to pull a number out of my back and say, oh, the this sounds good, and like right, for, like I'm and also gathering back all the info as my head is pretty full. But yeah, and basically making a match true ultimate ballistic, it's. From A to Z to create to open your registration is quite simple. So we're talking maximum an hour or two. Every step is maximum an hour or two, and the ones that you're like, hey, an hour might be too much. 
it's less than that. It's yeah. just uh, if someone told me to uh, quickly think after this conversation and be like, how much time would it take? An hour or two. Yeah. That's uh, basically it. And once you do it once, you're going to get quicker at it anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Brandon, actually, what he also did was use the testing platform. So, the testing platform, which is also available to all partners, is uh, basically a fake real version like a fi it's it's your match but it's not going to get exactly. uploaded and to the it's internet. not public so it's a private access right so you can do whatever you can right. do all kind of weird numbers it's basically a platform that is like uh, find bugs or find things that you don't like and right. report it back to us so it's the make us suffer page <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's really like find everything that you would like to be better or test everything that you think should work exactly that way and in the case of the ag cup things were pretty smooth and also the, the delays were uh, were really short but a uh, thing went really well with really minimum amount of time so Basically, it's impossible not to organize a match fully with Ultimate Ballistics in under two weeks, basically. Because AG Cup, that's basically what was done. The only thing was the um, registration. And if we remove the time for people to actually register, r uh, creating the registration system for your match is not really longer than making the match. It's, right. uh, and once you do it, once now most uh, most or all of your information as a match director or owner of a field is saved so you won't have to do all those first steps now it's create a new event name the event choose your settings and, and you can go and rock and roll yeah basically so your first boot will be a bit longer yes but we're not speaking two hours longer right maximum an hour if we take our time we look online and everything yeah so and honestly an hour is really overkill. Yeah. <laughs> it really, really is. It's basically create a profile like on Facebook or anything. It's okay. create your field page, so it's a couple of minutes. <laughs> Fair enough. What else do you um, – I don't want to take too much more of your time. What else do you want people to know about Ultimate Ballistics being here, AG Cup, um, something about the software or how – you know your social medias or how how do people get in contact with you what do you want people to know um if they're interested in trying this out at their match or cool things that are coming what do you want the people to know uh, yes so um as uh, everyone has been able to hear, that was really an open book conversation. Kind of went all <laughs> over the place, but it gives you an idea. I mean, that's how we do it. That's yeah, yeah, the, but that's it, how I go. Yeah, but to to give everyone an idea, we're pretty open book, and we want same time as open book. We want to get feedback. We want people to try it out, and we don't necessarily want to hear just the fun. If someone is like, "Yeah, I really don't like that," we want to hear it. And if someone, obviously, if someone enjoys something, it's always nice to know that hear about it. So the main thing is if people want to contact us, as I said before, contact at ultimateballistic.com for email or uh, ultimateballistic.com slash contact for web or simply all of our social medias. All of our social medias are operated by the team. They're not like dead platforms that no one looks at just to save the handle and post with a robot from time to time. There's actually someone that every, uh, that every day or maximum couple of days goes through it uh, sees the notifications, comments. We we got tagged uh, a lot at multiple different events. And we try to reply, reshare, and because mm -hmm. we appreciate all the love coming from everyone, both yeah. AG Cup and everywhere. Basically, it gives a lot of meaning to what we do, and also it's really motivating for the team. So yes, the 
number one thing, if you have any questions, comments, or would like to use it, contact us. We're uh, there for everyone. <laughs> so, I slowly raise my hand. <laughs> yes, so definitely, obviously, we're uh, in front of each other. But once I get back to Canada, all those... Uh, those avenues are open to everyone to contact awesome. us. We've had multiple people come in. I've been giving my card quite a lot, and we're expecting tons of email, but we're there for that, and we'll try to make sure if we can answer to people across the world, we definitely can answer to uh, to our uh, to our neighbors down south. So absolutely, are you uh, are you guys going to be the hosting or the match platform for the International Precision Rifle Federation? Like, are you the platform for that? Uh, organization now, uh, or well, for uh, for uh, the the match in Italy, it's mm -hmm. currently being de uh, discussed. We're speaking with them, but uh, there's currently a couple de delays with the organization related to personal issues with the members of staff. So we don't have the exact answer. So okay. uh, and obviously when personal stuff happens, it's yeah, really it important to focus on it. Yeah. So we're a bit on ice for it, but our team is ready. We have already done it. The system works, and it will also add offline as redundancy. Obviously, for a match in Italy, we would be there as we also have a team in France, and that team would go down to Italy. We're also looking into acquiring a Starlink for our team in France, and so it's always a good backup. Right. And offline mode will also be made to be redundant, so even the, uh, if the, uh, the Starlink or any kind of internet connectivity goes down, no matter what the reason. So we're planning on also enabling those features to get an even better experience for both viewers, shooters, and organizers than at the, the French uh, Precision Rifle uh, match. Okay. But it's currently, we're waiting on it. We're, we're working on it. Yeah, um, but we're ready for it. I okay. mean, uh, Yeah, because Italy's coming up in 2023. South yes. Africa's in 2024. Uh, South, uh, South Africa is, uh, I don't have as much detail because... Right. Uh, it's, so, it's so far out. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Italy, we, we, are, uh, we are speaking with them. One of my colleagues has been speaking with the organization quite a lot. And uh, we'll be looking at what will be happening soon. Uh, soon. But one thing is sure, we want to be there. We're ready for it. Uh, we also spoke with the management from Italy at the World Championship to find how to make it work. Right. It's really unfortunate circumstances that are slowing down the, right. the, the process. But yes, we're ready for it. Awesome. And for the uh, International Precision Rifles uh, Federation, uh, it's not like built in concrete or anything. Right, okay. Most associations do what they feel like around the the rule set right. so if the iprf would be interested to use our system uh, we've been working with them as a, an event organizer but if they're interested to use it definitely i mean again in this uh, i've had the question multiple time how well does our system support scaling the answer is very well because yeah. both for match directors organizers and everything we automate a lot of things because we right. want to make it more simple for them but to automate all those things we also need to automate things for us at the same time right to make it easier for everyone to have more of live results less delays so we would be able to uh, to achieve something like this and to speak with them both for prs iprf basically our uh, again open book if someone wants to use it well, we're open, and as we currently are in a partner to us uh, mentality of working, we might not contact everyone because we're currently developing it. And by contacting someone, if we think we have like a really nice feature, and we're like, uh, or someone says, "I wonder what system are out there," 
we will contact them if there's a need that we right. see. But we won't simply contact someone and say, hey, do you want to use our software? Almost like a salesman, because the system is not done yet. Right. So if someone wants to become part of the adventure, model the, the system to their needs, be basically part of the development on it and they are ready to have a couple of back and forth through email if they're interested to have calls to give even more details mm -hmm. uh, we've had some countries that send us doodles of ideas to translation for their languages because uh, as this is in english in the u.s i didn't have it in mind but in many countries some people necessarily speak english or french so we are also working on adding multiple other languages to right. the app and it won't be all oh, this matches in english it's going the app can be changed right. so imagine the u.s let's say there's someone from uh, another country that comes if the uh, the app is supported in their language they'll be able to toggle it off obviously the manual notes from the match director the name of the stage will stay in the the native language which is right. english but all the apps the settings and everything right. they will be in different languages so that's cool yeah so it's aimed at worldwide availability and with worldwide availability comes a lot of traffic so it's pretty much it is up and no matter the size of our organization we will find a way to make it work and if there sounds like you guys need an american office <laughs> Fortunately, we're. I get out of the. I get out of the military in three years. Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> the information is well, well noted. In three years, hopefully, uh, uh, hopefully everyone is really happy and can yeah. bring some new features. One thing is sure, it's not those kind of habits that will take ten years to get out. Like it, it's not our goal. Like in three years, for sure, it's available. On, oh yeah, on, for on sure. the shelf to be able to download it on the different app stores. So yes, and. Uh, as the um, we have our French division, that's mm -hmm. our team that are there. But we're also uh, the head office is based in Canada, so we have two teams. So already two main continents. See there you go. See there you go. So you're you're already international. Yes. So yes, and now I forgot the other. Um, yes. So for the uh, the scale or like I, uh, any kind of association, we're interested to uh, work with them. And it's still going to be free. It's not big. Uh, there's no need to. Oh, it's free if you're under set amount of people. It gets paid after this. It, like, right. It's really. It's free. Point. <laughs> Done. So <laughs> it's, it's basically it. So uh, if people want to contact us, I'm repeating myself. I'll, uh, I'll open to it. And other than that, other things that I can say is thank you for your time also to show, uh, enable me to speak a little yeah, absolutely. Uh, about it. And also, if anyone from the uh, AG Cup is uh, listening, thank you so much for your support at the AG Cup. It's been a wild adventure starting from us just contacting the Shooter Mindset podcast through mm -hmm. comments. I, I've seen a comment saying, oh, Ultimate Ballistic would be great at AG Cup. And I was like, we're open to it. it yeah. Say because I said if there's a need or someone asks, we answer. And now we're here. So absolutely. And you guys, I mean, well fed, yeah. properly lubricated. We got we. You guys were having. We got open bar the whole time. We got beers. We got. You guys were throwing cornhole last night. Was that the first time you guys played cornhole? Actually, yes. There's a kind of different version that I don't know how to translate in the. In we'll word. say it in French. Jerk push. Okay. It's basically you throw pockets. So it's really similar, okay. but it's like a different board mo most of the time with less distance, and the pockets are way smaller. Okay. So it, 
and so compared to have points where you place it on the board or inside, mm -hmm. it's different amount of points on each uh, on each holes in the board, and no points if it's just on the board. Oh, okay. So uh, it's a tiny bit of a difference. Well, if you guys come back next year, next year, bring that, and then we'll have a we'll have a we'll uh, put uh, put money on that uh, too. Uh, yes, do do all of uh, cornhole versus shirt push or whatever else yeah. to translate it. <laughs> but but yeah, the, so. Definitely, and also it's one of the really nice things. Everyone has been really welcoming at the event, and uh, e either through uh, like the the band I was playing yesterday, the cornhole games, just everyone. Oh, they're, they're coming from Canada, so everyone yeah. was really really friendly. So it wasn't. A, we were super tired when you got us to Tillham. Like very yeah, oh yeah, but it, I mean, it, you guys drove thirty hours to get here. So yeah, uh, there was a little bit of a delay, but you made it. More yeah, exactly. So all of those that good energy, positivity, and like really nice match, nice installation, nice organization, and nice people really makes it even more motivating. Makes it that we forget we're tired a little and we <laughs> keep on working <laughs> oh through man. it. Like this, th this is, I drink more beers this weekend than I do probably all year long, but <laughs> I don't even feel it because we're up at like six o'clock in the morning, we RO all day, we eat, we hang out, play cornhole, drink some beers, go to bed, wake up, do it all over again for three days and it's amazing. Yeah, it's really great. So, uh, I've been mumbling around for a little bit. So uh, Oh, same here. <laughs> no problem. Well, I really appreciate you sitting down with me. I really appreciate you guys being here. It's super cool to see the technology and you guys being so open to um, the advan the advancement of your guys' product and wanting to get it into many as many people's hands as possible and then just being able to see it here and um, – actually see it work and then working with Brandon a little bit while he was building stuff and seeing how it works and him geeking out and showing me everything. It was really, really cool. So I really appreciate your time and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your night and uh, enjoy using it the rest tomorrow because tomorrow is going to be 17 shooters yes. for $30,000, man. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. And it's going to be live through the scoring so people can watch it through the website competition.ultimateballistic.com or they can just go to ultimateballistic.com on their phone. It's going to be easier than typing everything. They'll have two big little buttons to help them get to the right page. See, there you go. Boom. Nailed it. Yes. So thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Awesome. Appreciate it. Have a good night, guys. Later.